This is the prayer that Prabhupada wrote uh, upon his arrival in the Western world. It's actually on page 32. I'm just going to read the English. My dear Lord Krishna, you are so kind upon this useless soul, but I do not know why you have brought me here. Now you can do whatever you like with me. But I guess you have some business here. Otherwise, why would you bring me to this terrible place? Most of the people here are covered by the material modes of ignorance and passion. Absorbed in material life, they think themselves very happy and satisfied, and therefore they have no taste for the transcendental message of Vasudev. I do not know how they will be able to understand it. But I know your causeless mercy can make everything possible because you are the most expert mystic. How... Will they understand the mellows of devotional service? O oh Lord, I am simply praying for your mercy so that I will be able to convince them about your message. All living entities have become, un have become under the control of the illusory energy by your will. And therefore, if you like, by your will, they can also be released from the clutches of illusion. I wish that you may deliver them. Therefore, if you so desire their deliverance, then only will they be able to understand your message. And it goes on. The words of the Srimad Bhagavatam are your incarnation. And if a sober person repeatedly receives them with submission, submissive oral reception, they will be able to understand your mystery. Shrinvatam Swakatha Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Hrijantastyo Hyadbhadrani Vidudnoti Suritsitam Nasta Priyeshu Abhiyeshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavachutama Sloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naistiki Tatarajas Tamobhava Kamaloba Dayaschaye Ete etar anavridam stitam satve prasidati evam prasana manaso bhagavad bhakti yogata bhagavad tattva vigyanam mukta sangasya jayate bijyate hridaya grantis chijyante sarvasam saya siyante chasya karmani drista evat Maniswari. It is said in the Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, second chapter, 17th through 21st verse. Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, who is the Paramatma super soul in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment accumulated in the core of the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. By regular attendance in classes on the Bhagavatam, and by rendering of service to the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed 
and loving service unto the personality of Godhead, who is praised with transcendental song, is established as an irrevocable fact. As soon as, soon as irrevocable loving service is established in the heart, the effect of nature's modes of passion and ignorance, such as lust, desire, and hankering, disappear from the heart. Then the devotee is established in goodness, and he becomes completely happy. Thus established in the mode of unalloyed goodness, the man whose mind has been enlivened by contact with devotional service to the Lord gains positive scientific knowledge of the personality of Godhead in the stage of liberation from all material association. Thus the knot in the heart is pierced, and all misgivings are cut to pieces. The chain of fruit of actions is terminated when one sees the self as master. They will become liberated by the influence of the modes from the, from the influence of the modes of ignorance and passion, and thus all inauspicious things accumulated in the core of the heart will disappear. How will I make them understand this message of Krishna consciousness? I am very unfortunate, unqualified, and the most fallen. Therefore, I am seeking your benediction so that I can convince them, for I am powerless to do so on my own. Somehow or other, O Lord, you have brought me here to speak about you. Now, my Lord, it is up to you to make me a success or failure as you like. O spiritual master of all the worlds, I can simply repeat your message. So if you like, you can make me you can make my power of speaking suitable for their understanding. Only by your causeless mercy will my words become pure. I am sure that when this transcendental message penetrates their hearts, they will certainly feel engladdened and thus become liberated from all unhappy conditions of life. O oh Lord, I am just like a puppet in your hands. So if you have brought me here to dance, then make me dance. Make me dance, O oh Lord. Make me dance as you like. I have no devotion, nor do I have any knowledge. But I have strong faith in the holy name of Krishna. I have been designated as Bhakti Vedanta, and now if you like, you can fulfill the real purport of Bhakti Vedanta. What a magnificent glimpse into the heart of Krishna's pure devotee. Totally, totally dependent on, on Krishna for any success in establishing Krishna consciousness. And we can see the result of such, a, such complete surrender. Complete surrender is complete success in Krishna's service. At this time... At the time that this was written, Srila Prabhupada had less than a dollar in his pocket and a trunk of books. And he's standing on the harbor in Boston. And from there, this Krishna consciousness movement built. All he had that was any of significance was he had Krishna. Where there's Krishna, there's all success. If we allow Krishna to come in our life, It'll be completely successful. That's the example of A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami's preaching. He taught practically how with nothing, if you have Krishna, 
If you have the holy name, all success follows. And with everything, if you lack spiritual life, if you lack a connection with Krishna, ultimately it'll all fail. Roman Empire failed. British Empire failed. American Empire, sit back and watch. <laughs> Bhagavad Gita as it is. Idamte natapakskaya nabaktaya kadachana nachashu shushavevachyam nachamam yobhyasuyati This confidential knowledge may never be explained to those who are not austere or devoted or engaged in devotional service nor to one who is envious of me. I was born in the darkness of ignorance, but my spiritual master has opened my eyes with the torch light of knowledge. I offer my most respectful obeisances. So how do we harmonize this? We've just been talking now for quite a few minutes about His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada coming to the Western world. We just heard from him directly what his sentiment was upon arriving here. How do we harmonize that with this? Krishna's saying pretty emphatically, isn't he? Yeah. It's not, not, there's not a lot of wiggle room there, is it? No. <laughs> may never, may never be explained. People will people will not take it. Yeah. And similarly we were discussing earlier. Krishna Nam was explaining in the ten offenses, there's also this same stricture. The ninth offense. Don't instruct the glories of the holy name to those who are envious, who are ignorant, who are sensuous. That's what Krishna is saying here. So how do we reconcile? Uh, yes, ma'am. I just kind of thought that you know he came over on the boat and he was he was set for a purpose, and so they knew. I mean, Krishna knew that there was there was people ready here. That's they were they were ready. Yeah. Yes. Very rare to, uh, for those people. You know, those people are very rare, but they are there. Yeah, small, small, small numbers. Yeah. Of them. I mean, it's rarely achieved. You know, emotional Yes. I think that the key to find the proper balance in the statement and uh, the presentation of the proper is the. The word which Prabhupada is uh, mentioning in the sentence, uh, I will read the, actually this is the end of the, uh, the, the, the last portion of the first sentence, which is very long. Krishna should, um, the greatness of Krishna should not be taught, the, uh, okay. should not be taught this most confidential part of knowledge. I think that the word part is the key because uh, we can encourage everyone to accept Krishna consciousness to some degree, but not necessarily we need to explain them past names of Krishna and gopis. 
go to the most, you know, like here Krishna in the previous few verses he explained the most confidential knowledge and he's saying don't present this the most confidential knowledge to those who are not qualified but you can tell them from the beginning of Bhagavad Gita that they are not this body so when they will gradually understand, come to the level of qualification that uh, they are accept uh, that they will be able to accept process of devotion, uh, accept austerity as the how to say part of their existence. They will be qualified to hear about this what is the most confidential. But it doesn't mean that we cannot you know just try to encourage them uh, on their spiritual journey, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to make some first. Steps. And didn't we discuss that last evening? Yeah. Srila Bhaktivedanta Thakur was saying, we had a discussion last evening, was Krishna's appearance day, and we were discussing last evening that Bhaktivedanta said there, there's a portion of even Krishna's pastimes that the majority of his devotees who are on this plane, who are practicing the process of purification, until they've reached purity, the the most confident, confidential, confidential pastimes of his, which are eternal. In other words, how he interacts with his dearmost disciple, his dearmost devotees on, on, on the spiritual plane. These are very, very esoteric exchanges. It's a very esoteric subject, and. We have to restrain ourselves from that if there's still a tinge of any material desire in us. We're not going to be able to enter into the mystery of those. And there's every chance that if we hear those and before we're completely purified, that that would be there would be no advantage to our spiritual life. It would actually be an impediment to our spiritual advancement. So Bhaktivinoda explains, but when Krishna comes here to this plane, he, the pastimes that he, that he displays here, we can hear, and there's a symbology to those pastimes which purifies the devotee that's, that's here at this time. It's all a matter of qualification. All a matter of qualification as to how deep one can enter into the confidential knowledge of spiritual life. There has to be some qualification. And as our qualification increases, we enter deeper and deeper. And that's the process of spiritual upliftment that's coming to us in disciplic succession. Qualify yourself. So that's a good point. You made a perfect point. That Krishna is talking at the end. The most guyam, then what was it? There's different. Confidential, more confidential, and most confidential. Guyam means confidential. So there was some, some, what is it, in the 65th verse? Sarva-guyatamam. Sarva-guyatamam. The most confidential of all. So similarly, when we, again, what is it? By my command, being guru, save the land. Well, that doesn't mean you can go out and you can 
go sit down in the park park and start talking about the fact that Krishna is there's no difference between Krishna and his name. If you chant this mantra, you're going to associate with God one on one. What kind of religion are you practicing? What are you what religion are you practicing? Are you taking? Yeah. God is not different from his name. I'm eternal. So we have to we we preach according to the capacity of the audience. Well, and about? that's it's interesting. I just went to an initiation. Uh, when was that? What was the holiday? Balaram's appearance, yes. And Bir Krishna Maharaj was speaking specifically about during the initiation, he reviewed with the with his new disciples the ten offenses to the holy name, and specifically in regards to the ninth offense. Did you watch online? Yes. And what did he say? If you remember, he specifically pointed out that spe- that we preach according to the audience, and that's what it means by not by following that that injunction. It's an interesting point. You shouldn't give this most confidential knowledge. Krishna's talking here about giving this most confidential knowledge to people who are sensuous, who are not austere, who have no faith and who are envious of him. And in in spreading the holy name, if you tell them about the potency of the holy name, if you give them that confidential knowledge, more than likely it will increase their Envy. What, what do they say about milk and a serpent? You give milk to it, he becomes more poisonous. Isn't it? Milk to a serpent, he simply beca- he can't. It's not good for him. Give pure spiritual knowledge to an envious person, they become more envious. So what do we do? We let them hear the holy name. It will purify them. It's that potent. It's that powerful. It will have an effect. And it's interesting, if you notice, you can have the most venomous of snakes. I think, there's, of course the scientists will tell you this, but anyway, let's just say there's one super venomous snake in India, the cobra. How do you, how do you pacify the cobra? Hmm. What's a snake, snake, what's a snake charmer use? Music. Yes. So, this mantra is the same. Let them hear, even if they're envious. Even if they're the most envious, simply hearing it will have a pacifying effect. Telling them the the super confidential probably will just agitate them. How was people uh, reacting to the Krishna conscious movement in the beginning when Prabhupada first came to the religious, you know, very unique time. Again, Krishna had made a perfect arrangement. As you have said, there were some people that were ready, right? Well, there was a class of people that were ready. They were completely frustrated. At that time, they were known as hippies. They weren't happy. They weren't happy campers. Didn't like their parents. Wanted out of the, wanted out of the house as soon as they could get out. Didn't want to get a job. weren't real edu- weren't real interested in school. Uh, if they went to school, they really, you know, they really just wanted to what burn their bras and, and, and protest 
uh, the uh, war. Uh, drugs. Well, of course, drugs, yes. <laughs> so there was a class of people at that time which were completely material fr- materially frustrated. What's Krishna say in Bhagavad Gita? Four, four people. Remember, anybody? Four, four people. Hmm? Yes. Uh, those, oh, okay. <laughs> Not you guys. Ignorant. <laughs> Philosophical Inquisitive. And the wise. And the wise. The wise that actually know. This is not a happy place. So, one of those four classes were the distressed. And at that time, there was a big class of distressed people. You could go to the major cities and they'd be there in their unkept state, wearing the same clothes that hadn't been washed for weeks, with their placards, get out of Vietnam. (laughs) We're not going to take it. Down with the establishment. And uh, then they'd run off to the parks and, and, uh, you know, take their drugs and uh, engage in all kinds of uh, foolish nonsense. And Prabhupada came. And immediately, because of their distress, they were seeking some shelter. And in seeking shelter, Krishna sent them shelter. Anything else? But really, that's by chance. By luck, you know, we came at the right time. Nothing's by chance. (laughs) Especially when it comes to the life of Krishna's devotee. Nothing happens by chance. All these were perfect arrangements. We can see how how it's working, too, in the face of the planet now. That uh, in the the United States, there's actually a a waning of Krishna consciousness for the last two, maybe three decades. Uh, uh, Because... Well, there's a few reasons, but uh, I'm sure the the system will be rectified. But the young people today, they're not in distress yet. You know, they're really just really into being professionals. They go to college simply to get their their degree to make the big money. Uh, Of course, in only the last three and four years, two and three years we see they're coming out of college and there's no job for them so they'll be in distress soon again but as far as the spreading of Krishna consciousness it appears at least in in the current context of time that Krishna is using distress conditions to to really infiltrate this a strong basis of Krishna consciousness in society there are thousands. Well, just to give you an idea, you would say, well, there's not that many Hare Krishnas here in the United States. How many calendars does the BBT print every year for use of devotees here? Anybody know? The American ones? Mm-hmm. Um, Take a guess. Uh, at least a million. Well, that's kind of a little high. (laughs) It's a good guess. We wish it was that big. The population over here is only, what? Uh, 
52 million. Hmm? 52 million here in the U.S. In the U.S.? I thought it was 300 something. It's hundreds. It's 300 or something. 352? Really? Something like that. We can look it up. But, but we don't see a lot of devotees. We look and we don't see 20,000. That gives us Hare Krishna dates of when to follow a codice. Well, we're on a codice. Saturday's a codice. So if you're following a codice yet, uh, Saturday there'll be no grains for you. Hmm? Or beans. Or beans. 20,000. That's a good foundation. But the point I'm making, and it seems to me that Krishna's using this distress because now, if you go to Europe and those countries which were suppressed, like you came to Krishna consciousness from Poland. And when did Krishna consciousness take off in Poland? In the 80s. And why? What changed? The political you know, situation. Right. You'd been suppressed as a people to practice religion for how many generations? Uh, quite a good number. Let's say, you know, under the Soviet Union uh, patronat from 45, you know, so you have practically 40 years. You know, you were, people were in fear of... So once the wall came down, then people could... Yeah. So if we were to go to Europe now, how many people do they have at the festivals? Huh? Go to Russia. Yeah, Russia. Thousands of people come to these festivals. Here we have a Rathiatra, maybe there'll be two or three thousand there. It's every, I think they have one every two or three days. Is that right? That uh, Indra yeah, but uh, you cannot say, you know, there comes like 3,000, 5,000 people, but uh, they are not like devotees. No, but... They are, they don't know that they are devotees. You know, but, uh, but people are, people are receptive and they like very much the presentation, so, so they come. Yeah. And if you go to India now, as a devotee, it's practically just hundreds of Russians. Not many Americans. We're in the minority. Anyway, Sri Chaitanya, Lord, Lord Krishna himself, coming to spread this Krishna consciousness movement, he has a plan. He has a plan. And he had an ideal plan for Prabhupada when he came to this continent. And at that time, the people were ripe for Krishna consciousness. And there was a Hare Krishna explosion. If you want to ever have extra time to read. Let's talk about reading. We all need to read. We all need to read these books. I mean, Prabhupada came. Today's Prabhupada's appearance. Are we really going to... The way that we can show our appreciation for Prabhupada the most is take advantage of what he gave to humanity. There's no better way to do that than to immerse yourself 
in these literatures for some short period every day, some little bit of time. We all have 20, 30 minutes we can give. At least that much we should read every day. More if you have more time, but read something. And the reading should be Bhagavad Gita, Teachings of Lord Chaitanya. There's four basic things that, that I, I have to fully encourage you to read before the plug's pulled on your body. Okay? Do this. If you do this, your, your life will be successful. I guarantee it. Your life will be successful. Read Bhagavad Gita. Read Srimad Bhagavatam. Read the teachings of Lord Chaitanya and the Nectar of Devotion. Four books. Well, there's few volumes. <laughs> That's the best thing. If you want to pay tribute to Prabhupada, start today. This is his appearance day. Start today. Read some fixed amount of time every day. This is what he came here to do is give us Krishna consciousness and the best way that we can accept that gift is to read his books. Now, sometimes the, sometimes the great acharyas, it's revealed, to, it's revealed to us that they actually came from the spiritual world, from the spiritual realm, and sometimes it's kept secret. It's, it's not revealed. It's, it's confidential whether they came from the spiritual realm. Like the Goswamis, Rupa and Sanatan Goswami, we know they have position in the spiritual realm. Prabhupada did not reveal that to us. Although there, you'll hear from, from different people uh, their speculations in this regard, which is all well and good, it has not been confirmed by spiritual authority. And again, this is important for us simply as a matter of etiquette. Uh, we, don't, we don't venture into those realms without author, authoritative knowledge. So it's not an empowered incarnation, it's an empowered avatar. And an, yeah, and an, an, an empowered jiva. Unless we know specifically that, that Prabhupada, if he tells us or if it's revealed by some spiritual authority, it's never been... This is just technical stuff. Well, I don't want to get into the this. scripture, right? Hmm? Spiritual authority is scripture. Yes. Uh, or spiritual authority is also... A, the, the, the community of Vaishnavas can also reveal details. Anyway, this is just, as a, this is just detailed knowledge. Go on with your point. Oh, well, I was thinking that incredible financially that he started this movement and what to speak of spiritually. Yes, so there's no doubt. There's no doubt and everybody will agree and generally what they say in regards to Prabhupada, spiritual authorities who, who know how to ascertain these things, uh, that Prabhupada was in, infused with the power of Lord Nityananda. Lord Chaitanya's Balaram. Balaram represents spiritual power. Lord Nityananda is, is of course, Lord Chaitanya's brother in, in the Sankirtan movement. Same personality. So generally, from what I've heard from people who would have the authority to say so, that, that he's Nityananda. 
enthused with the with the power of Nityananda, this red Krishna consciousness. Wasn't there somewhere in the scripture where it said that he would come? I mean, it said Lord Chaitanya would come, didn't it? And it's not, I mean, wasn't there? Some yes, it does say with the when. It was said that uh, Senapati, like Lord Chaitanya said that. A great general. great general of the Holy Name will come. So the current, current, Vaishnav, current Vaishnavs, there is some disagreement according to current Vaishnavs as to who the, that Sanapati is. Some say it's Bhakti Vinod, some say it's Bhakti Siddhanta, some say it's Bhakti Vedanta. In my estimation, it's all of them. But that's my opinion. I'm not, uh, but yes, the great generals have come. And I'm sure there'll be more great generals. Which one specifically was not specifically pointed out in the Shastra. So therefore there's some different opinions between the various Vaishnavas. It's, it's not that significant of an item. So They're all, uh, we're all, all disciples are going to worship their guru as, as, as very, very significant. So he's taken the Lord's holy name, Hare Krishna, outside of India for the first, I mean, maybe for the first time, I mean, the British came, so maybe they heard of Krishna, but Krishna was never really heard of outside of India? No, probably, there, no. I mean, people either, was heard of outside of India. Yeah, no, there was some, there was some, uh, there was some knowledge there. I mean, Prabhupada's older godbrothers, the sannyasis, uh, sannyasis were sent to England, uh, sannyasis were sent to Germany that I know of. I don't know if they went to other places. I'm not fully versed on uh, Bhakti Siddhanta's life. Um, but yes, there was some attempt. Even Bhakti Vinod was preaching at his time to the that he was in an occupied state. <laughs> you know, India was occupied at that time. So he tried to speak to the intellectual class of uh, British men. Who were occupiers in India at the time. But Divinod also sent some books to libraries <coughs> in the West. Oh. He did some, and specifically about, uh, you know, explaining the life of Lord Chaitanya and his message, something in regard to Lord Chaitanya. Anything else? Thank you so much. Oh. Read Prabhupada's books. Read Prabhupada's books. Read Prabhupada's books.